everyone, and welcome to the Able Voices Podcast. I'm Dr. Rhoda Bernard, Founding Managing Director of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education, and I am proud to present this podcast featuring disabled artists and arts educators. We are inviting artists with disabilities to be guest hosts for the Able Voices Podcast. Today, you'll meet our next guest host, Alex James. Alex James is a 25-year-old experienced singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and teacher from the Northeast of England. Alex lives with a rare genetic muscle-wasting condition, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, DMD for short. And although he was diagnosed with this fatal condition at the young age of four, his determination remains undefeated and he continues to defy the odds. After graduating university with a BA honors degree and master's degree in music and completing a teacher training course to the highest level, Alex took the band he developed during his master's degree and created the one and only DMD-fronted alternative rock band known as Alex James, based in the Northeast of England. In the past few years, he has written three successful singles, which are left as a legacy for generations to come. Luckily, there is much more music and many more performances coming from Alex very soon, and he looks forward to sharing them all on the Able Voices podcast as our next guest host. Welcome, Alex. We are excited to have you here as the next guest host of the Able Voices podcast. Hello, Rhoda. So I'm honored to have been given the opportunity to guest host the Able Voices podcast. I am very much looking forward to speaking to the other talented guests that I have accumulated over the over social media. So I've collected three different guests that I'm going to interview separately, um, both unique, all unique in their own way. Fantastic. We don't want to mention names because we haven't made firm commitments yet. So we'll, you'll keep us all in suspense. Yes, of course. Okay. So I'd like to start by asking you to tell us about your story as an artist. How did you get started as an artist and how did you get to where you are today? So I think we take it right back to the beginning. So when I was a young child, I listened to a lot of music at home and I would find myself in my bedroom listening to my speaker back then when CDs existed or were more popular. I would listen to the Grease Megamix, so I'd be dancing around the bedroom singing Grease. And I think with this love for music growing as a child, I feel that it really inspired me growing up and it was really something to fall back on to keep me, keep me positive and keep me going during the hard days of the condition. So when I went to school in year nine, so when I was about 12 years old, I was invited to do my first ever drum lesson. And from that moment, I showed natural talent for playing the drums, natural rhythm. And I kind of knew from that moment that music is what I wanted to do. Mm. So I went on to do music in school. I joined in with choirs etc so I did a bit of singing a bit of drums and that led on to college so I went to college and decided I would do music instead of the the normal A levels which would be like geography or maths or sure. the normal subjects so I decided I would take this creative path 
due to this limited condition and having limited time to spare, I thought this would be the best route for me. And of course it was. So I went into college playing the drums and I'd say halfway through college, I got a bit weaker in the arm, so I couldn't play rock drums because um, I used to be a rock drummer and I used to be quite good. But then I switched over to jazz drumming. So I then played in a big band, played the drums, and also I started singing. So I looked at different genres like musical theatre, jazz, rock, pop, and it kind of developed from there. So I also sang in the big band as well, uh, which was really a great experience. Sure. One notable experience that I would share is I sang on stage with Tim Rice, who wrote the, the lyrics for The Lion King. Wow. Um, so I did perform on stage with him at some point at the Sage Gate set. So that's one notable experience that I'll share. Then onwards, I went to Newcastle University, which is based in the northeast of England, mm-hmm. uh, quite a popular university for music. Really, I was the only wheelchair person on the course. There was no other person ever on the course with a disability like mine. So it was quite unique in a way. So I gained more experience, started writing songs, started um, coming across the academic side of music, Mm -hmm. which I did not know was as dense as it was until I started, Um, but it was very interesting. Also, like organising events, just all-round experience of marketing music, recording music, a bit of everything, performing, all of that stuff. So... I left university with a BA honours degree in music, um, in contemporary and popular music, also in masters in music, which I continued on to do. And then during the masters, I decided that we would do a bit of an alternative rock cover band. And this is where the band started to come together. So I was like, let's play some, some songs of the alternative rock category. So like Foo Fighters, um, Blink-182 and stuff like that. Uh Um, and after that, I was kind of like, oh, I need to write a song. So I sat in my bedroom and the, my first ever single came together, which was I Said That You Looked Fine. So that was the first one that I wrote. And then after that was the first ever single that I released, which was called Direction. So I wrote that after that single. And once I'd written that, that was kind of the direction, ironically, <laughs> the direction that the band, this band was headed in. So Alex James was born from that moment and we released Direction and then we released I Said That You Look Fine and then our recent single, Tell Me, has just been released last year as well. So yeah, the journey has been long, but it's kept me going as an individual, the determination to keep going um, to show that I'm defying the odds with this condition. Um, So music's kept me going mentally and physically, really. Wow. Thank you for sharing your experience and your journey. And it's um, very powerful to hear about the role of music in your life. You gave me the segue to what's my next question, which is that I want you to talk about your experiences as a person with a disability and as an artist with a disability. And you said it yourself, you are defying the odds. So we want to hear about that. Yes. So originally, as someone with a disability, I felt quite limited and oppressed for being disabled. I felt that through my whole educated experience that some people still didn't understand that someone in a wheelchair 
would be doing these things. But obviously back then I wasn't in the wheelchairs much. I was still walking and I had a bit of a funny walk and lots of people would pick up on this and you would you would you would kind of notice the reaction of people mm. um to to this so i felt that i had to hide the condition so i pretended it didn't exist but obviously grown from there and the musical experiences that i've experienced i'm now someone who finds there are many obstacles i have to face and overcome but i feel that you can overcome them there's always a way I find that no matter what obstacle that's come come my way, I've always found a way around it. No matter how low I felt, I've always had the support from other people to help me find a way around it. And I just think some people don't understand that. They sometimes see it as, oh, there's an obstacle, they're not going to, there's no way around it. But there's sometimes always a solution. So really I'm standing as a bit of an advocate for better accessibility across the music scene for musicians, for performers, for music lovers in general and other artists in general, just across the whole arts education, etc. So I kind of stand as an advocate trying to improve um, accessibility in, in venues, mm. making sure that it's more inclusive. We're seeing more disabled performers coming onto the stage, which is really what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be that pinnacle of I'm on the stage in the wheelchair, people start to see it. Others in wheelchairs and other disabilities are starting to get inspired themselves. And then that's kind of how I kind of live with the disability. I'm kind of feeling empowered that I'm fighting um, and working towards this inclusive arts and inclusive world. Because obviously I'm not just relating to music, I'm relating to life in general. So I, I, I sure. tend to do a lot of like traveling now around the UK to try and experience different things and then I can reflect back to other people. So that's kind of my overall experience as someone with a disability. Makes a lot of sense. Um, really interesting to hear about your work and the different efforts that you're making to expand accessibility. It's, it's an extremely important project. We need lots of us to be working in all different ways on that. And um, I think the ways that you're doing that through representation in particular is really, really important. Um, You are very active as an artist and you mentioned that you'd released Tell Me last year and you've Mm -hmm. got a snippet of that that we're going to hear. Can you first just prepare our audience a little tell us a little bit about the song yeah so let me tell you about tell me so tell me was kind of song that is written about it's written around the concept of having everything in life like money and food having everything that you've ever wanted but still feeling like nothing like mentally Mm -hmm. someone with millions of pounds in the bank might feel still feel as low as possible if that makes sense Sure. Like, so it's kind of that concept that you may have everything, but sometimes it's not enough and you still feel that low. But it ends in kind of a climax of positivity. It's kind of, tell me, do you know what I mean? Like trying to relate to other people. Um, so that's kind of what this heavy rock track is trying to achieve. And other than that, it's kind of a moshy song. It's one that gets you on your feet and it really wants people to be moving. So that's kind of what it is. It's a rock song right. by Alex James, by myself, 
and yeah. That's terrific. So we'll hear a little snippet of it now and feel free, listeners, to get up and move. Can you hear that sound in the distance? Sounds like something new is coming my way. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Tell me, tell me, do you Thank you, Alex, for sharing that music with us. Can you tell us what you're working on now? Yeah, so at the moment, overview what I've kind of done so far. So I've recorded, before the, the lockdown in the UK, I had recorded around four singles and four, four tracks. And basically, these were all finished literally just before everything kicked off with the lockdown. Um, so I was quite lucky in that sense that we got it all recorded. And then I sent it off to a professional mixer and master and they kind of produced it for me and made it sound mm -hmm. incredible. I was blown away by the production of those tracks. It's great. So now I'm taking it one step forward and I'm trying to record a new single. I'm not going to say the name yet because that's all coming in due course. Sure. So we're going into a studio, a professional recording studio. We're going to get it produced to the maximum professionality level love that just to match all the other ones try and keep that raw vibe and um, the raw rock vibe and that's kind of what i'm going for and this next song is definitely a dancey one i would say and um, so i'm looking forward to actually going into the studio having the experience of recording the vocals the guitar having my drummer come in and my bassist etc quickly name drop them so my drummer is called nathan sharp my Guitarist is a popular busker on Northumberland Street in Newcastle, and he's called Liam Mulpeter. My bassist is called Chris McMahon. So all these guys kind of help bring the music together. Obviously, I bring the ideas, and then they kind of develop them into their own stylistic ways. And also, I have to name my roadie, Kara, who kind of takes me everywhere at the moment. She's called Sarah, and so thanks, Sarah, for sorting all that, making it possible. Great. Um, but yeah, after that, obviously we're looking at doing lots of performances, but it's really hard to get gigs when you're, you're just up and coming. Yeah. It's really competitive. There's so many bands. <laughs> um, and venue accessibility is an issue at times, but we can come back to that. Sure. And I'm hoping to get funding later on to do an EP or album at some point. But obviously, with the cost of that, it's extremely expensive. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I can get some kind of funding in the future. Um, there is available stuff in the UK that you can buy for. So I'm hoping that I can get some kind of EP album, debut album out. That sounds like a really good plan. And you have very specific ideas of where you see everything going, which I love hearing about. Yeah. Here is my last question for you. What advice would you give to a young disabled artist? So if I was talking to my a younger self or a younger artist, I would say, don't let others define who you are. Um, explore 
what you want um, and look into how things work, build your knowledge, read books, watch YouTube videos, ask why. I'm always, I always ask why because I just feel like I want to build my knowledge all the time. I'm, I'm that kind of person, creative and seek knowledge. I feel like once you've got that knowledge, it kind of builds confidence because originally I felt like I was an empty shell. I had nothing to, to give to people, but really you've got to believe in yourself and realize once this confidence builds, um, which is a skill in itself, I believe, um, not something that just comes and allow that determination to push you towards success. But always remember that although sometimes we may have failed, those are learning points, mistakes are to be learned from, and they kind of allow you to develop as a person, as an artist, make you who you want to be. Um, mm-hmm. I just ignore those haters who obviously don't respect the arts and don't respect what right. you do. But yeah, that's kind of what I would say to a young artist. I think that's great advice. Fantastic advice. I want to thank you, Alex, for sharing your experience and your thoughts and your music with us today. We are really looking forward to our next episode where you will be our host. Thanks so much. You're very welcome, and I look forward to it, Robert. Thank you. Voices is a production of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education, led by me, Dr. Rhoda Bernard, the founding managing director. It is produced by Daniel Martinez del Campo. The intro music is by Kai Levin, and our closing song is by Sebastian Batista. Kai and Sebastian are students in the arts education programs at the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education. If you would like to learn more about our work, Find us online at berkeley.edu slash B-I-A-A-E or email us at B-I-A-A-E at berkeley, that's L-E-E dot E-D-U.